Corona Chronicle session 28 with Jim Laub and Joe Erickson from restaurantowner.com. Uh, Jim and Joe are great friends of Restaurant Unstoppable. They've been coming on the show now since as far back, um, at, at least five or six years now, they've been coming on the show uh, to share their knowledge, and they've been great supporters of Restaurant Unstoppable. And uh, my, my guest, uh, people who are super successful in the restaurant industry, have nothing but amazing things to say about this resource, restaurantowner.com. So... I knew that they would have some great advice. I knew that they would have their thumb on the pulse of the industry, uh, and they they have been. Uh, they put together a great resource that we talk about and share in today's episode. Uh, make sure you head over to restaurantunstoppable.com slash RCP for Restaurant Corona Podcast uh, RCP. I'll link to that resource, and I'll also link to how to connect with Joe and uh Jim, because they're going to be offering nine for 90 days free access to their entire resource, which is usually, I think, $29 a month. Uh, so, I mean, if the big lesson from today's conversation with Jim and Joe, we reflect on the industry, the state of the industry, uh, the kind of information that people are asking them for. Um, but the big takeaway is, you know, we have t- time to rebuild right now. Start now. There's so much that's out of our control, but what's still in our control is how we choose to react to this to this thing, and we can choose to come out of this thing stronger than ever before, but if that's the case, you've got to start now, and we have the resources for you. RestaurantOwner.com is one of those resources. Uh, put some systems, processes, and procedures into your business, and they can, they can help you do that, so head over there, and uh, this episode is brought to you by Bento Box. We're talking about rebuilding. Well, maybe your online presence needs some help, so check out Bento Box, uh, a hospitality platform that empowers restaurants through their websites. Bento Box is supporting the restaurant industry right now through online ordering and gift card purchasing. And because you are Restaurant Unstoppable listeners, you will get 50% off your setup fee. Uh, get started today. Head over to getbento.com slash unstoppable. Again, that's getbento.com slash unstoppable. Now, here is my conversation with Jim Laub and Joe Erickson. All right, Jim Laub and Joe Erickson. I'm being joined with uh, today, by, who are representing RestaurantOwner.com. Uh, these are folks you guys are not strangers. Like we we've had, but think at least twice. Both of you have been on the show twice. Joe, have you been on the show twice? Mm-hmm. Do I need to get you back on the show a second time? What's going on there? I think it may. Uh, I think this may be my second time. Okay, so we're well, looking good. We need to yeah, get you okay. on a third time. I know Jim's been okay. on the show at least two or three times as well. Yeah, and, I think uh, at least three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. at least three. Um, yeah. So good, good yeah. friends over there at RestaurantOwner.com and a trusted authority in the industry. And these guys have been busy over the past two weeks trying to stay on it with their with their, their thumb on the pulse of the industry day by day, uh, just like me. Uh, and I wanted to get them on the show to kind of check in with them to see where they're at, to see what they've collected. Um, they have a resource that they're collecting a bunch of information. Now, I'll let you guys talk about it. Like, what do you got going on? You, you tell Great. us what Joe, you got why going don't, on. Joe, why don't you explain the our what? coronavirus resource page? Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Jim. Yeah, Eric, we have been. We've been busy these last two weeks, and we have been in, in the entire year. And uh, the thing is, is that we find ourselves adding a lot of new content. And what we found was this need for the restaurant owners to find a central place for information to get some answers on what they're going to do about, you know, with their staff, what they're going to do about maybe kind of preserving some type of revenue stream with the takeout curbside and delivery and what they're going to do about getting financial assistance. What's the stimulus package going to look like Uh, health and safety. So we developed a, uh, uh, a directory, if you will. Uh, It's just a real easy go to restaurantowner.com slash COVID dad, COVID dash 19 or just COVID 19 or virus or coronavirus. And, 
we will it will direct you to a directory page that we have so that we can uh, quickly point people to resources for financial assistance, uh, how to ramp up for takeout and curbside and delivery, um, uh, how to 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 communicate with your guests during this time when 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 they're shelter in place at home and they're only going to come out uh, to to visit you uh, for for pickup. Um, how to help your employees, you know, places we can send them to so they can help their employees file unemployment. Um, you know, just a, 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 all the questions that people have. And, 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 and Jim has fielded, I mean, a ton of questions during our surveys and webinars. Right, Jim? I mean, what, what are exactly. the kind of questions yeah. they're asking now? Yeah. So. yeah. And Eric, we're, we're also conducting weekly, at least weekly, sometimes more than, uh, more, more than weekly, webinars that address some specific aspect of the challenges that restaurant operators face. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was over on that, that page and I was just kind of trying to thumb through to see, you know, uh, what, what you guys have. And there's anywhere from just you guys linking back to past content that you've created. I mean, you have a, a massive library of, of tools and resources right. and knowledge. So it seems like you, you started with trying just to kind of link back to what might be of assistance right now. You've dedicated specific, um, articles to hotspots, uh, specifically, um, uh, there is some up here. Here it is. Uh, release. Uh, so lease release during COVID-19, uh, takeout right. delivery, curbside pickup, best practices. Uh, there's a whole list, financial assistance resources. Like, like these are like some of the hot topics that you're seeing circulate right now. And you guys put some right. time into really breaking this down. Like what seems to be the hottest, like recently, uh, more currently in like say the past couple days, what seems to be the hot topic that people are kind of asking you about? Well, <clears throat> I think you can kind of boil it down to cash flow is a mm -hmm. big, huge, huge area. I mean, we're in so many of them are in survival mode right yeah, now. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, we've got the prospect for financial uh, assistance from the government coming out. Uh, we have to find ways to, 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 you know, what do we do with rent? What do we do with our, um, with our purveyors and suppliers and we still have product come in that we're, that we're using in delivery takeout and so forth. So cash flow is, a, is getting to be a real, real big issue. Let's pull right. back a layer on that. What, what are you advising people to do in regard to cash flow? Well, uh, go ahead, Joe. I was going to say, well, I mean, you know, uh, one, one of the topic, one of the hot topics on there. And uh, fortunately our staff with restaurant startup and growth magazine has jumped on this. They're doing it or they've completely rewritten the April issue and trying to get this out a little bit earlier with articles based on, on, on the, uh, that cost cutting and cash flow thing being number one, Jim, what rent abatement. I mean, that is the biggest, that's one of the biggest topics because it's, it's, a, it's people's largest expense uh, yep. past labor. I mean, obviously the food doesn't cost them anything unless they're actually preparing or serving something. So labor, they've got to be able to trim down what they're doing. They're, they're the ones adding to the unemployment role, but rent abatement, um, Jim, they've talked about, um, how they might contact a few of their non-essential services, uh, possibly things like that they're not under contract for, they, they can extend and maybe get deferments, right? Exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. So it's all about delay, deferment. Um, what can we do to shore up so we can at least keep the doors open Yeah. Uh, the, and so on? The, yeah. the summarized advice I've been collecting from people is basically you ask yourself, what are my biggest, biggest expenses? So you get mm -hmm. a, whatever your biggest expenses are. So for restaurants, that's obviously things like rent, like we mentioned and the other big one labor. And I think a lot of people are, are afraid to lay off or furlough their employees. Cause they feel like that they feel the need rightfully. They feel the need to take care of their people. That's what we do. We're, oh, we're in the world right. of hospitality, yeah. but you yeah. got to ask yourself, 
is it better to take care of our people? What's the long game? Like, I want to be able to be here in two or two weeks, a month, two months, who knows how long. So when they come, so when this thing does pass, they have a job to come back to. I think is the question exactly. you need to be asking yourself, right? Don't, you know, yeah. The thing is we're all going through this together. And I think people forget that. And they're like, Oh my God, my business, my business, my business, you and everyone else in the restaurant industry. So really it's like nothing. I mean, it's try to explain this to a restaurant owner right now. Nothing's happening, but relative to everybody else, you're in the same exact boat. So you have to remember right. that. So, what, do you, what are your thoughts on what I'm sharing? I don't want to speak too much. I want to well, I think uh, uh, that's a great point. Uh, and, and that's a theme that I think we need to constantly remind ourselves of. We're all in this together. I don't yeah. think that, I don't think we should use the word competitive advantage right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, we should we should be actually trying to help our so-called competitors or other people in our in our local market, because I think the driving motivation um, should be to help our community and help help our fellow man. Everybody is hurting. There's mm-hmm. nobody by this thing. So, exactly. um, and as a leader, if, if you can show caring and compassion and cooperation, um, to everybody that comes into your door and even the folks that you're so supposedly were competing with yesterday, that speaks a, lo- a lot about you as a person. I think that's encouraging. That's inspirational to your people. And I think your guests notice that, that type of attitude as well. So that that creates goodwill. So um, attitudes of the leaders, I think, is just really, really important today. Yeah. Sure. And, and, and following up on that, Jim, you know, that's uh, one thing I didn't mention earlier, uh, Eric, is that this this section we have of uh, the COVID-19 resources and things we have gone. We're taking great and diligent care to try to make sure everything stays public. Cause you know, we're, we're a subscription based website and we have members, you know, they pay to join us and have access to the resources. Well, that's not our intent right now. We're doing everything to provide anything we do that was possibly under the covers before we're trying to bring out, make it available. So restaurant owners can get through this thing. We want them to know that we're out there just to give any kind of support. Uh, there's no charge for this. We have members that are there, you know, that are in financial binds right now. They go to cancel their membership. We give them the option to say, no, forget about it. We're suspending it. We won't bill you. You stay on the site. You need these access to resources. And we're trying to live up to that thing because we truly believe it's a community yeah. thing. We're all in this together. I'm and, happy you're uh, mentioning you know, that because I was curious. I didn't want to put you on the spot. I was curious if you were doing anything to help relief because the first thing, I mean, you're, you can't coach somebody to, you know, um, get lean and then not expect them to cancel their membership, right? <laughs> right. No, absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you know, What's, yeah. what's nice is that there's a there's a large community. We still have actually members joining, Eric, and there's a large community that can still afford to pay the extra $29 a month or whatever. Yeah. And what's great is that those people that can are now making it available for us. where We can keep our employees on and keep providing what we're doing, and that can be allocated to allowing these other members to stay on. We don't want them to leave. Uh, we're going to get through this thing. We don't know if it's going to be weeks, months, or who knows. This may go on for a long time. Uh, the point is we're in it for the long game and we appreciate the long time members that we have that are able to help support these other ones that just can't do it right now. Yeah, but we're not. Hey, they're gonna, we're not cutting them. They're, they have access. So, so before we start talking about the future, because I, I am curious, you guys, you know, being a part of this industry, uh, supporting this industry so long, uh, I'm curious on what you think the projection is, how long you think this thing's going to last, what the state of the industry is going to be, uh, who's going to who's going to be set up for success, the bigger organizations or the smaller ones. Like those are the things I'm interested in. But before we move on from that, any key resources that um, you've gotten feedback on, on your site right now that are particularly helpful that you think my listeners should know about before we move away from your resources. 
I, I would say that really just knowing that you can come to that page and probably start finding answers there uh, because we not only do it's, this isn't this, these, as you probably well uh, saw, these aren't just resources we're developing. We're pointing them to the national restaurant association page. That is keeping bulletins and updated. We're pointing them to the CDC. We're pointing them to the uh, small business, uh, the SBC, uh, the, the, the three-step how to apply for a disaster relief loan, uh, the disaster resources. So we're trying to point them um, to the uh, pages that would allow them to drill down to their state. If they're in the U S we have a spot on Canada that, you know, Canada is one of uh, Canadians are, are a big part of our membership. And so we have a spot there where it shows their disaster relief. So we're just trying to keep information that, Hey, if I have a question as an operator, and I'm in this situation, I either need money or I need to know how, about how to treat my employees. We're just trying to point them to the resources that have that. So and, and if Joe, there's anything let, we get, yeah, go ahead. And Joe, let me also add that uh, we have the recordings of all of our webinars. Anything that we're doing is there. And one thing that we do in every single webinar that we do, Eric, is we ask people what's working. What are you doing that's either right. innovative, a new idea? And we've got literally hundreds of ideas from operators that have told us what they're doing in delivery, takeout, meal replacement. Um, oh. cost, cost reduction. I mean, uh, all kinds of arenas. So, um, so that information is out there for everybody to go through yeah. and it's all organized. It's very easy. Once you get to those webinar pages where that information is at the bottom of the page. Gotcha. Uh, it, it, go ahead, Joe. I, I was going to say what on top of that is that what we've the webinars we do, we, we pull a lot. We've had, I mean, he, the largest response ever for our webinars for these things, you know, they're free to everybody. So we, we, we have them come in and what may not get covered in the webinar. And we feel like 60 minutes is way too short. We probably need six hours on there. But what happens is that the response we're getting back from the participants, that's the material Jim's talking about. That's what we're posting on the site afterwards. So they listen to the webinar, but really the value is in the comments that yeah. are attached to the webinar we're, because we're they're getting, getting yeah we're getting lots of nuggets right. of gold and gems these are uncharted territories so you can't look there. at you know what i'm saying like everything that's happening it's all these best practices are literally in the moment right now we're yeah, learning right. sharing information right um go ahead joe can i give you one for instance on there because of what i'm talking about just we just did a webinar a couple days ago and one thing that came out was just one operator talking about how they know how sensitive their customer is to contamination and so they've actually developed a face mask, if you will, for food preparation to ensure that they're not in case somebody was or whatever, they're not transmitting that. Well, they went as far as making a video of that and putting it on their website so the customer could see the prep, what they're going through in the back of the house yeah. that they would never see. And so that's the kind of innovative, creative ideas that restaurant, you know, so Jim and I, no, we're not experts. We, I think we're pretty good at getting that information back out of other people, though, and they are the experts. Okay. So, um, yeah. thank you for sharing the details of what you guys got going on over there. And, um, I'm curious, um, it seems like there's a lot of people right now, there seems to be a divide where a lot of people are like, all right, get scrappy, get creative, continue to, to be, try to make profit. And there's other people saying, no, right now we all, unless you're like absolutely vital to yeah. your community, unless you're like, you know, serving first responders or like whatever, like bunker down, like you're not helping like you think you are we need to isolate like that's the best thing we can do right now um a lot of people are kind of coming to the, those terms are you seeing the same thing happening well um we are uh, we are a little bit um yeah uh what we have noticed though there are th there's information out there in terms of hunkering down and things um uh, as far as the safety of the food and things of that nature 
Um, we haven't heard anything where it's unsafe to serve food out of a restaurant. I don't think people where, are worried about you know, the food, the, the issue with food, but just physical human contact spreading the virus. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, I mean, what, I guess the question is, what's this all for? Unless we all kind of go by the rules and follow what the government's telling us to do to minimize human interaction. Right. 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 So like, yeah. why, why are we taking this hit if we're not going to follow the rules? If we want to come out of this thing, as unscathed as possible, we need to expedite this whole process of hunkering down. And the way we do that right. is by getting aligned in listening to the government. So, I mean, right. that's one argument. Um, and, right. I, but at the same time I get that person. It's like, well, I need to, I need to, I need cash flow. Like, I don't know how I'm going to, yeah. how I'm going to eat if I don't yeah. uh, try yeah. to get some money coming in. So like, it's a weird, hard, uh, when people are, when this industry is paycheck by paycheck day by day, you know, like you, you have to empathize. Yeah. Well, who's to, who's to say that hunkering down is really any more of a benefit to society at large than, um, I mean, to that degree, I'm talking about extreme. Um, I don't know if there's some, I don't know. I don't think it's clear cut, Eric. No, I guess is not. what I'm trying to say. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to give you, yeah. I'm not trying to have you give me the golden nugget here. Cause I don't, right. I think it's just a conversation. Yeah, you already know I don't have it. I don't have <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, right. Anybody <laughs> has it. We're all, we're all I, trying I to, you, yeah. I can give you a reality nugget though. Yeah, please. <laughs> and the reality is that, that, that um, you know, the restaurant industry has all types of service industries and all types of food. And we talk about fine dining and we talk about QSR and we talk about all these things. And, you know, uh, fortunately there's a large segment that can, be able to open and do business through the takeout curbside and delivery. But there's also that aspects of businesses that can't do that. Yeah. I mean, if you're a food service cafeteria inside of a, of a, uh, of a, of a business building that is shut down. You can't do anything yeah. period. And so hunkering down is your only option. If you're a fine dining restaurant, nobody's going to buy a $75, uh, a mignon, uh, pickup orders. Okay. So, you know, there's, there's a point where your efforts may be better off direct, doing direct community assistance through other channels than through your restaurant. So that's the reality is that everybody's in a different boat. Uh, the ones that we see succeeding, I should say, is I think they have the grit and they also have a little bit of the means and the creativity. Yeah. The hard, the hardware happen. and the, the, the business model, right? Like for example, right. I had Erica Van Lerup on the show. I always afraid I'm saying her name wrong. She's going to, she's probably laughing at me. If she listens to this right <laughs> yeah. now. But from Van's <laughs> Burger, some slack yeah, now. <laughs> in uh, Olympia, uh, Olympic Olympia, Olympia, uh, Washington, um, where's it? Olympic Washington. Oh man, I'm screwing up left and right right now. I think it's Olympia, Olympia, Washington, yeah, yeah. uh, Vans burger. Uh, they're up almost 40% their normal numbers, wow. but they're a wow. drive through burger spot and, yeah. um, and they're doing right. good And her and her employees were like gung ho. Uh, but she made yeah. the decision what, what for her, what the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back was, um, her, her son who manages part of the business was getting ready to get, to come to work. And she was worried about her son. And hmm. that for her was like, oh my gosh, like if I'm worried about my son, like what about the rest of my, my family? You know, like right. all these other people that, that I employ, like if, if I'm worried about my son, I should be worried about everybody. And like that for her yeah. was when she was like, you know what? Like that, that was, you know, that, that was the perspective that she needed. Yeah. Um, so that's very legitimate. I mean, that kind of puts a whole new yeah. perspective on it. Well, it really it's, does. Yep. It's a sentiment shared yep. by other restaurateurs. Yep. Michael, pa- Michael Pasolacqua with Angelo's in, uh, in Pennsylvania. Same thing. He's in an Italian restaurant that was been in his family for years. Uh, his thought was, okay, how could we uh, be able to stay in business, employ a few people? But he couldn't bear the thought of 
of him being in business and maybe causing someone, one of his employees to be exposed to it yep. or a customer be exposed to it. You know, yep. there's a conscience thing yep. on there. Uh, and he yep. made the decision. I'm just going to have to shut it down and, and wait yeah. and wait this yeah. thing out. So yeah. nobody's wrong. I don't think in any of this kind of stuff. Um, but that's, what's the great part about our, um, our industry is that we have a lot of different people out there with all these different talents and abilities and creativity and grit and, 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 and being stalwarts and I mean, just being there when you share those ideas among each other, it, uh, people kind of recognize say, now that fits me or this fits me, you know, not everything fits me, but that's this person's idea. I can do that. Yeah. So I think that's, what's great about the community of restaurants. And that's exactly what I'm out there trying to do right now is just to get perspective. Um, trying to talk mm-hmm. to different people from different segments to find out what they're doing, why they're doing it and just trying to get mm-hmm. as much of this perspective mm-hmm. as possible, not just from different business models, but from different parts of the country. So we can get on yes. the same page. Yes. I think that's the most mm-hmm. important right. thing we can do right now is just get aligned. Um, yep. So yep. I, I'm curious, um, what do you, what do you projecting into the future i mean the i think mm-hmm. i've heard that the president wants to um be back to business within the next two weeks uh, but i think they're aiming for like april um third or something 12th is that april what it was 12th. yeah easter is his easter. kind of his goal yeah do you think that's realistic or do you think they're just I trying think, to i think we just i think we just got to wait and see i mean yeah. i think it's yeah 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 well You're, i guess my uh, my concern yeah. is that people are going to take that too literally in playing around that number and I would encourage people to be a little bit more conservative because I think that that's a very optimistic yeah. number personally. I would agree with yeah, that. Yeah. I, I personally think, you know, and, and again, it's all personal opinions and based on what we're reading and seeing and, and feeling. But, you know, I think we need to be prepared to hunker down, act like this is going to go on for at least another month. I, I mean, you just, you know, and, and it may be certain sections of the country will open up depending upon control. We'll have to wait and see. But we've got to we got a plan. Um, and you just did an interview with David Scott Peters. We're doing, we're going to be doing something with him, him next week. We've been doing a lot of stuff together uh, because we all have the same heart for the people. And we, we, we know exactly what we want to get uh, help him out in. And, and of course he's, he talked about his, you know, let's think in terms of 12 weeks, that budget that's coming up, let's think in terms of 12 weeks, how we're going to get our cash sources, how we're going to adjust our labor reduction. And, and by the way, Laying off people could be probably the best thing you could do for them in some cases exactly. because there's a great stimulus package. There's better in unemployment benefits. They can get paid almost their full pay uh, payments. So that may be the right move, but also to talk about expense reduction. So um, we're in this, we're aligned in the same thing. If we can help people navigate through how to get through these next 12 weeks, that's the future as far as, and that, don't go any further than that at this point. Next will be, what we're learning from this. And the fact is carry out, take out, and this kind of stuff is a huge part of the business. It's 56% of all restaurant food is consumed off premises. Before this happened, uh, the national restaurant association projects that by 2030, that will be 80% consumed off premises by 2023, uh, 20, 2030, uh, to uh, 2030. Okay. Uh, yeah. 20, so yeah. in 10 years, it, they, they do it every 10 year decade. Yeah. That's but, they but after we, what we've just been through, it may be, that's what I think. I think that because of this, um, it's, it's the, the industry is going to be a different landscape because of we're forcing and accelerating Mm -hmm. certain things to happen. Um, People that normally wouldn't do takeout or order online or do delivery from one of these third parties is trying it for the first time and they're developing new habits. So it's going to be interesting to see how that, that curve, uh, you know, gets a little bit steeper. Right. 
and the fact it was already shifting that way yeah. already. Yeah. And now you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and watch the number of ghost kitchens skyrocket. How do you feel oh. about that? I don't know. <laughs> um, on, on a unit economic basis. I love it. Yeah. I love it. You know, this, the, you know, the accountant in me just loves it, but, but there again, I mean, I mean, it's, I get a little worried you know, personally. I'll tell you how yeah, I feel about I, it. I, I know where you're coming. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, Mike, I think we're so reactive in this industry to give the people what they want that we're, we're not doing, I mean, when you, I'm, I'm a long game kind of person. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I'm like, where are we going to be in 20 years? If we, yeah. if nobody knows that there's no relationship tied to food. And I think these are the questions we need to ask yourself. We don't want to do business with ghosts. You know what I'm saying? Right. We don't, yeah. like, right. th- there needs right. to be some type of social tie, like an understanding where our food's coming from. And with yeah. a ghost kitchen, it's, I feel like it's just way too easy to like, pull fast ones you know what i'm saying and just and just yeah. to focus on the bottom line i like and, that that's a good perspective and that's yeah. just one of my that's just, yeah. i think we need to we can't undervalue relationships yeah. and i think that's we're social creatures we've yeah. got to interact with yeah. other people we got to get out of the house you know i just um, we can have a whole nother conversation around ghost kitchens another time yeah. if you want yeah. <laughs> but, well to follow up to follow up to follow up on that eric you know the the thing is is that there's a segment of there's still a segment of eating out is still growing okay i mean that's growing it just a lot of it's you know this this delivery or pickup but the need to be out there and get out on a Friday night, you know, to get away from the hustle and bustle, to oh, have yeah. the margarita or the glass of wine yeah. or whatever that case, there's going to always be that need. People know that in this business and especially in the United States, um, there's always going to be that need. Now, what's it mean? It means we've got to be better at the guest experience. We've got to be better yeah. than our, you know, we, we've got to give people a reason to want to come visit us because it's going to be too easy to eat good nutritional food in the comfort of your home. And your competitor isn't necessarily uh, the guy down the street. It's mm-hmm. yourself. <laughs> yeah. What's your, you know, your guest yeah. experience. So that's yeah. important. Yeah. yeah. Any other uh, thoughts, um, things that have been kind of um, pondering in the back of your mind uh, during this time that you want to get out or things we didn't get to yet that you're hoping we would get to? You know, we're in this business. Uh, we're, we're one of the few businesses in the world, Eric where everybody's an expert, including the customers, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, there's everybody that has opinions on the business we're in. It's not like the same thing in a dry cleaners or a, or a, or a sign printing shop or uh, a re, even a retail store. You know, everybody's an expert in something. So we've got to understand that I think what the nation's also finding out is that they're, gonna, they're having a real appreciation for our industry. Mm-hmm. We're professionals. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we are proud of what we do. It's one of the few industries that you can get in on the ground floor and do something great. Uh, we've had people that we worked alongside that have started out as bus boys and everything else and ended up being uh, chairman of the boards of major publicly traded companies, uh, food service companies. That's the kind of environment that our industry has. And that focus all begins with the independent restaurant operator. Yep. And if there's anything we can do to support the independent operator, we can keep that type of thing moving, not just the United States, but globally. Yeah. Uh, Jim, do you want to reflect on that? Yeah. Um, let, let, let me go. Let me move a little more granular first, because you asked if there's anything that we could bring out that, that you know, that would be helpful to operators. And what we've noticed, um, especially in our local markets, is that a lot of restaurants are doing this takeout, delivery, home meal replacement, and they're not doing it very good. Right. Um, uh, the hospitality is missing. The graciousness is is missing. I just wanted to to, uh, to bring up the fact 
that if you are doing that now, do it well. And one yeah. of the big things that we learned that came out in the webinar uh, that we did is that have your best people answering the phone, right. taking the orders, being polite, courteous, saying thank you, being, you know, it gives you an opportunity to sell more as well. Yeah. Okay? User experience, but, really. Like, what, yeah, what is that? Like, yeah. It doesn't end when the food goes out the door. And I exactly. think the other variables, it's not just yeah. shoving food into styrofoam boxes. Like, yeah. how can you make that? Uh, how can you brand that experience? How can you make that more pleasant? How can you, what unique packaging can you provide that will yes. make that a high touch experience? Is that, is that the, what you're alluding to? Make yeah. the limited human interaction that you do have, make sure that it's as good as right. it can possibly right. be. And just by right. doing that, you're going to enhance your experience for your guests much better than the other people in your local market. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the smart operators are doing things like putting in something to invite them to return within the packaging, actually making physical uh, personal phone calls afterwards to make sure everything was yes. right the next yes. day. Yep. Um, yep. The follow-up, the smiles, uh, making it very evident of everything they're doing that's organized and professional. I mean, the smart operators are taking advantage of this opportunity to shine. Yeah, maybe and, uh, not like handing the food over, but like maybe putting it down and then stepping back so they're not getting close to you, like little things like that. Uh, giving them the option to pay online so you don't have to like touch absolutely. credit card, like those little things to show that you care. Online ordering is absolutely huge, and there's all kinds of third party type of things. It doesn't have to be doesn't have to be integrated into the point of sale system. Right. But, but the first, you know, the first step is to find out what your point of sale uh, vendors can uh, uh, mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. support you with. Yeah, yeah. all those. All those yeah. little things add up in terms of the experience that people people can have. Yeah. Right. The, the, to summarize that, it's any guest touch point. If they think in terms of guest touch point, what can I do to put my best foot forward? Yeah. So the one last thing I want to unpack unpackage before we uh, start to wrap this up is this the idea of who who do you, which segment do you like which segment do you think is going to come out stronger uh, as far as not necessarily segment, but I guess. Small business owners versus large business owners. Who do you think is taking a bigger hit from this? Boy, that's a boy. That's a, <laughs> that's a well. I mean, the reason why I asked the the thought, yeah. and I'll give you some more information. Yeah. Um, I listened to the episode that David Cheng published on the twentieth. Um, he kind of had like a like a freakout session during his podcast, talking about how he was he, how he believed that um, only big corporations were going to exist after this. Um. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't. I don't know if I agree with that either. Yeah, right. yeah. exactly. Yeah. And li- listen to this. I've been thinking about this. Th- think about independent operators. That okay. Some of them are going to go bankrupt, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But still, that operator didn't lose his or her skills, abilities, drive, determine. They're going to find a way to come back. And if they get the you know the the, the debt uh, slate cleaned out, guess what? They're a good risk again. Yeah. So well, they're going to come back. You know, yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Well, all their assets, um, all these. I think of these bigger companies. I think all their assets turned into liabilities mm-hmm. when this happened. So now right. they're they're hemorrhaging money because they have all this this yes. big monster that they still have to continue to feed. And they're yeah. so I don't know how much of a runway they have when they when they're trying to feed when all that think of all that cash flow that they that oh, yeah. they were having yeah. and, and all that's gone. Move, yeah, yeah, and they're having to move the Titanic. Uh, to, to, to shift and you know and when the we come out on the other side it's going to be a different competitive uh, operating environment um, the independents are going to be able to you know you can change an independent operation on a dime 
Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think that's have, the thing. I, like, us, your small mom and pop is so resilient. There you go. That they're there just gonna, go. like this yeah. is just another walk in yeah. the park, and it seems yeah. like it because we're yeah. in it right now. But when you zoom to thirty thousand feet, with, I think we're going to be able to. It's all about being nimble, and I think that the independent sector is going to be able to recover right. much quicker. Right. Not um, to say they're going to have pain. You well, know, yeah, but, but yeah. together, yeah. everyone's going right. through it. So, yeah, exactly. So we're all equally being. We're all taking the same amount of steps backwards. So relative right. to everybody yeah. else, we're comp- in, in competition with, or you know, our our communities. Like we're all in the same spot. So right. I think we just have to remind ourselves that we need to get, see the big picture. We need to get away yep. from it a little bit. Take a few steps back to kind of be like, okay. Yep. You know, yeah, um, yeah. all right. I just want to, I was, I was curious your perspective on that. But, yeah. That's a, a great yeah. question. Great question. Hey, every, Hey, you talk to any successful restaurant owner and they'll, they'll tell you about their failures as well. Uh, I mean, yeah. there's that, uh, and one may have been due to the hurricane that hit or one may have been due to the economic recession. There's going to be stories that mine was due to COVID-19 outbreak, but you know, in 2021, 2022, 2025, when we go to the future, these are hopefully uh, uh, strengthening stories that we have. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to end this unless you guys have any other thoughts you want to get on now. We good with yeah, the, we're good. the final I thought that um, we, the cool thing that that's happening right now, I think that's something we need to ref- all reflect on is that um, we get to choose how we want to come back from this. There's a lot of people that don't agree with this, the the state of the industry, uh, the way thing the, the the way that we run business. There's a lot of changes that need to happen within the res- mm-hmm. restaurant industry. I think now might be the time. Like we get to define how do we want to come back. Um, what things can we put into place? What what's the new standard? You know, and I think we can. I think we can use this time now to share this information to say, hey, like, how do we want to, to make our industry better? There's some things we can absolutely do better. How can we do? How can we use this as an opportunity to make that change now? Um, I think that's a really important question. I, I don't know what that answer is. I don't know what that looks like, but I think that we need to have that conversation now. Is probably the best time to make the big changes we needed to make in our industry, um, which yeah. is a, a we can all put our we can all put our energy into that, right? Why not? Mm-hmm. So, any exactly. thoughts on what I sh- share there? Do you think that's too woo woo? Do you think that's unrealistic? Well, I think it kind of aligns, Eric, with uh, you know we're finding out right now the ones stepping up there. You find out how much they care about their community. You find out how much they care about their staff. And I think now they're focused on you know we're, we're, we're accountable to them. We we provide jobs. We provide a presence in the community. Uh, maybe we need to do a little bit more to be prepared in case something like this happens again. You know, can we survive that month? three months or six months if something like this happens again. Yeah. And uh, we, we have we have an accountability, folks, So when we own restaurants uh, to more than just ourselves. Yeah. Uh, one book I want to make sure everybody reads um, uh, during this time is Conscious Capitalism. I think that if, if we can mm. get everybody with those values coming out of this, mm-hmm. if, if, if more yeah. people get aligned mm-hmm. with that mentality, I think the industry would be much better. So I'm just, just yes. some kind of call to action to put out there to, during these slow times. And then obviously, um, we, get to, we get to choose how we come back after this. And yep. that's I'll be completely honest. One of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you because I think that restaurantowner.com is an incredible resource. Um, if you haven't signed up for it yet, uh, now's the time to work on your business. Now's the time to reflect and all those things that you didn't have time to do. Now's the time to come back even stronger. And I think that restaurantowner.com is one of those resources that you should absolutely, uh, for $30 a month, what it can do, $29.99, whatever it is, $29.95, um, whatever it is, uh, now's the time to be redirecting that energy into something that can be constructive that to help you come out of this much stronger. Any thoughts on that? 
And Eric, if I could add to that, if anybody is interested, uh, email myself or Joe. It's Jim at restaurantowner.com or Joe at restaurantowner.com. We will be more than happy to sign you up with a, app, with a free total access to our website for 90 days. Beautiful. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'd be more than happy to do that. Yeah. Um, if you have extra time on your hands right now, now would be a great time to go through our learning system to take courses, all sorts of things. Keep your um, managers busy. Systems. You know, yeah, like, keep your manager. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like yes. now, like now is the time. Like we talked about yes. this in a few episodes yeah. ago, just, just because we're not meeting every day and not coming to work every day. Like, you should be meeting remotely, whether that's on Zoom or using Slack or WhatsApp to communicate. Like, right. Use this time to be educational. Use this time to keep your people busy and to make your team stronger than ever. So mm-hmm. we get to choose how we handle this. There you this. go. Yep. What are you going to yep. do? You know, yep. um, I think that's just one last sentiment to kind of leave put out there for our listeners. And uh, Joe Great. and uh, Jim, thank you so much for coming back on the show. You guys are always welcome here. I appreciate thank you. Thank you. Our and, pleasure. Uh, I wish you the our best. Pleasure. Stay healthy. We, our pleasure for sure. Everybody listening, we wish you the very best. Let us know how we can support you. Awesome. Yeah, that's right. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, oh, Joe, go thank ahead. You. I was going to say thank you, Eric, and thank you, everyone. for Yeah, uh, we're all in this together. And uh, uh, let's let's uh, we hit it head on. We're going to we're going to overcome it. There we go, Jim and Joe. Thank you guys for coming on the show and sharing your resources with us and your knowledge. Uh, it's a really great resource. And I mean, keep in mind, I'm only sharing the resources that my guests recommend. And restaurantowner.com comes up countless times on the show. And like I said, three months, you guys, three months free resource uh, access to this archive of templates, uh, webinars, articles. Uh, it's a great place to start rebuilding and i think that's you know like i mentioned when i started this today's conversation in the the opening thoughts that we have a lot that's out of our control right now but what what is in our control is how we choose to react to this and how we want to come out of this thing What, what what we want our business to look like when we come out of this thing even if that's starting from scratch for some people unfortunately that might be the case but you know there's gonna be a lot of opportunity after this um and you get the you get to come back stronger than ever before you get three free months uh, of restaurantowner.com. And uh, I think that's just a great place to get started to, to get this whole rebuilding process going. And uh, uh, I'm pretty sure the call to action there was to email Joe or Jim. Uh, I'll have those emails in the show notes uh, so you guys can get in touch with them and get those, those 90 days free. And um, yeah, guys, uh, I don't know what else to say, but I think it's just I can't emphasize enough that uh, I think the most important thing we do right now is as an industry get aligned and get on the same page. Uh, we have some downtime, we have some time to reflect, we have some time to think about how we can make this industry even better and how we can come up, come how we can come back even stronger. I think those are the conversations that need to happen right now, and uh, I would love you for you to join the conversation. So head over to uh, Facebook and join the Unstoppable Restaurant Owners and Operators Facebook group. Um, starting this week, I'm really going to start to slow down with these chronicles. Uh, I want to be much more intentional with the content. The first two weeks, man, I was just reactional. I wanted to get information from everybody to, to kind of get a pulse of the industry and to share inspiration. But now I think we need to get a little bit more intentional and I need your help for that intentionality. I need you guys to let me know where the pain is. I want to get your thoughts. Um, I can't do this alone. Uh, and I think that, um, We'll be able, 
we'll be able to go much further together. So head over to Facebook, join that Unstoppable Restaurant Owners and Operators Facebook group, and let's get that conversation started. I'm here to listen. I've got to let you know that today's episode was brought to you by Bento Box. Bento Box is a hospitality platform that empowers restaurants through their websites. And uh, speaking of just rebuilding, I think you know you got to really think about your online presence too during this rebuild. And uh, Bento Box is supporting restaurants through online ordering and gift cards during this coronavirus. Uh, Restaurant Unstoppable listeners get 50% off their setup fee. Uh, to get started, head over to getbento.com slash unstoppable. That's getbento.com slash unstoppable. And uh, just a special thanks to all my sponsors. They help me help you, and I, I appreciate their support. So we'll talk to you in tomorrow. Peace out.